like if Ugh. they say they want you to get a plastic surgery, you get that plastic surgery. Like the giver. Did you watch the giver? Or like America's Next Top like Model, honestly. Like the giver. God, you just... That's <laughs> <laughs> a book that I haven't read in a really long Did you watch America's time. Next Top Model where she's like, I'm taking <laughs> all of your hair. It's like the giver or America's Next Top Model. You know, yes. two things in the same canon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you to ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things things like their clubs and the things we were a part of hockey and we're not a part of bagels wait did you say we were a part of hockey i wasn't me neither welcome to the club boys grab a bagel Gra- what do boys eat? <laughs> grab a bagel i was like what do boys eat how uh, so we're coming for the boys at home we're coming off uh pride weekend how was your pride okay how was my pride um, spooky. Spooky. Pride was spooky. Spooky pride. I always feel like pride by the end of it, you're like, no more. Like, well, it's a long, it's a long week. It's, too, it's, it's long. a long week. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, I did fully, should we get into our boys clubs? Cause mine is related to pride. Yeah. Get in. Okay. Get in, go ahead. Um, my boys club is everyone that on, what day is it now? That on June, Saturday, June 25th attended Brooklyn Mirage's Planet Pride. Um, okay. you're, you're in a boys club. Was and- that ticketed? It was uh, like $150. You're minimum. fucking kidding me. I'm dead serious. I absolutely am serious. It was like, and that was like the general admission ticket. And I think I, that's literally fun. Listen, I have never, ever in my life gone to a party where I've been like, yeah, that was worth $150. I think when we go to $3 bill, which we've done once, and it's like $30, I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, but like we agreed. do it. But this is five of those. God. So it's wild. I no, think it was from nuts. 4 p.m. to 4 a.m. And I yeah, saw, so maybe if you stay for 12 hours, it's worth your money. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, but like at hour 12, like that's actually a college dance marathon to raise money for children's cancer. You yeah, know like what, what is the money going towards? No, capitalism. What do you mean? Gay like, capitalism. It's not like raising money for anything? No, it's raising money, money for Ty Sunderland. Do you know who that is? Yes, he's a big deal. He's a big DJ he's a big deal. Big DJ, yeah. Okay, but I, I just learned that recently though. No, I also did. Um, that feels oppressive that we're paying that much money during our month. Straight people should be paying for our tickets. I think anytime we even Why buy, are they not? yes, even and to even ask us to buy things with a rainbow on it, like a rainbow T-shirt. Yeah, they should be sending that to us. Yeah, we all wear it. Send it to me. Yeah, for free. Yes, for free. Yeah, I I mean, uh, my pride was great because I didn't really spend any money. That's how pride is supposed to be. Yeah, I did feel on Saturday. I went to the pregame for the march. The dyke march. The march. <laughs> That I want like, everybody at home to sit and know that Connor did say it and I cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know my place. I'm just, I know, I'm just kidding. I've actually corrected people and I was like, we're not allowed to say that. Okay. I said, that's a bold we, my friend. <laughs> that's a real insider for the fans. Some inside baseball. Mm. Jen Wagley's going to love that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bold we, my friend. But um, I was like, this is really lovely and beautiful and they don't feel... The pregame. I've had a really big like queer women week because on... What's that night that we went to Nikki's unisex? And we were with all the girls. Yes. It was you, me, and all the ladies. Yeah, I, I never felt taller in my whole life. You were very tall that night. I was like, am, is my physical presence oppressive in this space? No, you weren't the tallest person there. I know. when. But Issa, we walked in. Issa's very tall. But yeah. when we walked in and I saw there was a drag queen DJing, I was like, we're in good hands. Yeah, yeah, This yeah. is going to be a good night. I walked in. We found love. Rihanna was playing. And I was like, this is... It was so much Rihanna. It was awesome. And then Paramore showed up. It was endless hits. Yeah, They played Mr. Brightside at one point and everybody went nuts. It was great. Yeah. I was like, I've been going to the wrong club. Well, because we were trying to go to the woods on Wednesday. The line was two hours long. 
So we were like, okay, I guess we'll go to this place called Nikki's Unisex, which is like across the street. Yeah. And it was so much better. Beautiful. Very fun. And I'm glad that we're able to give it attention on this. Yeah. Podcast. Now they're going to get a lot of business they're, from all 60 listeners. If even 1% <laughs> of our podcast listeners go, then that would be almost a person. And that's incredible. <laughs> that's it. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, my pride was great. Yesterday I did go into Manhattan Pride for the first time in eight years. Oh, yeah. Since you were an Which ally. Is, I, yes. Last time you went, you were the an first ally. Time I went as, the first time I went as a gay. <laughs> and also the first time I went as sober. So okay, it was forward. just like, oh my God, there's so many people. We are touching skin. And it's like, I felt very trapped. Yeah. It was like, it's as if the whole, it's as, it was as if Union Square subway station was the entire Mm-mm. city. Yeah. Which is a scary thing. That a is scary. scary. To be. Yeah. 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 But how was your pride? My pride was great. I so Wednesday we went to Nikki's Unisex. Mm-hmm. Thursday I don't remember what I did. Friday was Boys Club, and mm-hmm. we went. What did we do after Boys Club? Oh, we went to Damien's, and that was so fun. And then, uh, went or Saturday we did the Dyke March, mm-hmm. and that was lovely. I honestly, all in all, it was like I was, it was beautiful. It was gorgeous outside all weekend. Yeah. Just a gorgeous weekend. I was around all my favorite people. It was beautiful. I could not have asked for a better bride, to be honest. I met your sister. You did meet my sister. Friday. My mm-hmm. sister just moved here, and she came to Boys Club on Friday. And she, I called her hot one time, and she's hot in person, too. Mm-hmm. Um, she's coming to my Pilates class, so, yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad. She will yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. Um, what is my Boys Club? First of all, the Minions. The yellow ones? They're all boys. Oh, That's yeah. a real-ass Boys Wait, Club. Wait, do they have gender? Kevin, Bob. They have gender. Yeah. They are a cultural staple, unlike mm. most other animated characters. Like, they have such a chokehold yeah. on our country. Completely. I can and still I, remember I Nina Bagelman it. going as one in college four years ago, and I still remember that to this day. Yeah, I Six think my senior ago. year, one of our themes for, like, homecoming week, spirit week, was, like, we dressed as, everybody dressed as a minion. And it's insane. I and at the time, because... that was, like, of course we'll all dress as minions. Think, and everybody did. Yeah. Wild. I think in our subconscious, we all just like, I want to be a little baby. I think that is around. it too. And you just get to be like, banana. <laughs> it's just like. Happy is one of my least favorite songs. It's a, oh my God. Horrible. If I hear the, okay. The, uh, that also had a vice grip on the world for a little while. Kind of adjacent yeah, to the Minions. That song completely. Almost like a, like that, min, the image of the Minions plus that song is very like, mind control yeah, yeah, yeah. like what were they doing to us while we were listening and watching that who fucking knows nothing good literally nothing good at all okay well on that note should we bring in our guest i think we should bring in our guest all right boys our guest today is one of our favorite comedians in the whole scene uh boys please give a warm welcome to sharia mattis hello boys hello, hello. boys how was we already asked you this off off pod but how was your pride oh uh, my pride was Tiring, but I, I tiring, expensive, and I, I tried, and I, I just didn't have it to do pride the way I used to do it. I know that's not what people want to hear. I already feel like that. I was like, I no, you don't, so, nigga. No, I, was, <laughs> I like, I like, so, didn't drink all weekend. I was just like, I was just having my seltzer water and getting high. Whatever. I see your Instagram. You throw an ass and all the night parties and all the fucking all the shit like. Fuck out of here. All right. What all are right. you like? You're, what are you, you're 23, right? 24. 20, oh, yeah. Me too. <laughs> me too. Like 24, like when I was 24 during Pride, like I was just rolling around, like just popping coochies everywhere. Like I was. As is your right. As is my right. As yep. a young, sexy dyke. No, so like, uh, like as the older I get, the more like, you know, like Pride is dumb because like the end of Pride, 
first of all, like you're working, especially doing comedy, like you're doing all the Pride shows. So mm-hmm. like Pride to comedy almost month. every single day this month. Like we did a show together and I the audience was <laughs> the audience was horrible. Asleep. And then and like, you know, like I'm a black woman and in front of a bunch of straight especially whites, like, mm-hmm. you're, they're just like, oh, black woman is on stage, she's probably here to clean. Let's all, let's all have our conversations. <laughs> you know, and you have to try to get control of the room. And I notice, like, you step on stage, and you're like, a white man is talking. <laughs> I, I will say I, I notice that a lot, and even at, like, open mics and stuff, I'll notice, like, my, our friends that are women will get up and they don't get, and I, that's something I've recently clocked. I'm like, wow, like, I can see that shift it's crazy. You gotta use your powers for good. I know. Well, that, that <laughs> crowd, especially, fuck, they wouldn't shut up. You, I've never seen, like, you have always been like, hi, I'm a sweet little angel. <laughs> and, da, da, da. and this this bitch, like, would not stop talking. And then you, like, I've, I've never seen, you've always been like, oh, I'm your friend, I'm your buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then this bitch that, like, would not stop talking, you like, oh, you finna finish my joke then? You finna finish my joke though? I think shut the fuck up. And then went back and I was like, I've never seen The part we're forgetting though is that after I said after I said in a probably much softer tone. No, I'm not. Then you, you just gave me credit for it, then I said sorry. You like, <laughs> I apologize, sir. I never do this. I never do this. I was this. like, I'm sorry. You Wait, that, you called somebody out? Yes! I was in the middle of a story and this lady in the front like turned and started talking to her friend and I said, Oh, do you want to finish the joke? Now you ain't saying like that, nigga. You was like, to drop it in my joke, then? That's what it is? That's and what she, doing to be here? Oh and then my she God. went ghost white, and then I was like, I'm really sorry, I don't ever do that. And you were like, I'll be doing that, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now that your voice is so much deeper, you know. You know what's crazy? <laughs> I was, the other day, I was, like, this is a while, a couple of weeks ago now, but I was yelling at the kids at practice, and I, like, had to, like, I was, like, really upset with them, so I, like, because they were, it was, like, a behavioral, like, issue so i was like guys and i like screamed at these boys and i was like who the fuck was that like it scared me i was like who was that man's voice that just came out of me it was can like, no. you imagine how i felt <laughs> i hadn't seen you for like a month it wasn't even that long yeah. since i hadn't seen you and i saw you and i'm like i'm like oh i'm about to see Nico cardi oh and i'm like oh hello thinking he's gonna be like hello friend and i'm like yo why the fuck is dmx talking to me Jawline. It's my it's my it's jawline. Jaw. I'm, I'm turning back to in the jawline. You're saying it's the new jaw. It's the, the new jaw. Jawline. Yeah. jawline. Is that is that what the, the the bitches are saying online? Is I guess so. It's they real. love the jawline. I, uh, we'll see. That's what the girls love these days. It's true. The jaw, like, I know. Ooh, jawline, jawline. You don't even have to be cute. You're cute. You're cute. You're cute. No shade, but like Thank don't. You. But the boy boys, you don't have to be cute. You don't have to be cute. You just have to have a jawline. Yeah. You got a lot. All six of our listeners. They have. Cute. Don't they have those? Uh, they have like something you can. I've seen people like Chai Bella. Chai Bella. You know what I'm talking about? They have those little like. You know what I'm talking about? There's like a little thing you like go like this. I think it's yes. like to shape yes. your jawline. Does it actually work? I probably no. I don't think it But I've seen I've seen that a couple like nothing works shit. as good as self acceptance, and that's that's oh, the truth. Oh come that was sweet. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, okay, so what is a boys club you were not a part of? That I am not a part of. Yes. Okay. All right. Am I gonna get shaded for this? Honestly, the you boys can't. club that I'm not a part of is. Uh, the comedy boys club, you know, the like straight dudes that kind of like the yeah. cool straight dudes in comedy. I I do notice that whenever I'm in, okay, and weird enough to straight black dudes, even though some of them are amazing, some of them are like, they're either straight black dudes in comedy or either like, come here, 
I want you to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Or they literally, you can talk to them and they will pretend that you don't exist. So a lot of the times, a lot of like, if there's like the straight black dudes that are doing comedy and they're all in a group, I notice like they completely ignore me. Like you could literally talk to them and they will be like, is there a ghost in here? Like they can't, <laughs> they can't understand that like, Damn. you're, so that's a comedy, uh, That's a, I mean, that's a um, boys club that I'm not a part of. That I, I might, I would like to break into. I wouldn't. I wouldn't learn about sports or anything. <laughs> I'd like it. Yeah. Are the men you're talking about successful in their own right? Yes, usually. Usually pretty successful. Fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Usually pretty successful. It's hard to. I find talking to straight men so difficult. Yeah. They don't socialize in the same way that we are like conditioned to. So it's like hard to like. And that's been a hard thing for me to figure out how to like. I'm navigate. literally trying to rack my brain for the last interaction that I had with a. Sh- it was Sam, but before Sam walked through the room. Straight? You yeah. live with a straight man? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought this was a safe space. I'm <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's, a, he's the safest of safe guys. That's yeah. Okay. yeah. I don't know, though, like, I feel like I don't... It is so funny because I think, like, growing up, I went to, like, an always Catholic school, and, like, just, like, the average room was so straight, whereas now it's, like, Brooklyn comedy, queer, and then, like, group fitness classes gay so like those are the two yeah. types of rooms yeah where it's like it's a be in a straight room now is like what even is this yeah it's very it's, straight i think i've been more straight rooms probably than, than yeah I, I i feel it the most when i'm well sometimes if you do a show where it's really straight you're like oh my god but like when i go home to savannah i'm like oh my god this is crazy. Yeah. Everybody's straight. Everybody I live with is straight. Like that's, isn't that, you don't feel that because your brothers are gay, but gay. do you have any queer siblings or family members? I have a brother, but he's, he's straight. I, yeah. He's straight. Because sometimes it like, it, it like, when I first came out, it was like something where I was like, oh my God, I'm the only member of my family who's gay. Everybody else is straight. Like that's so crazy. Really? Like I'm so different from them. What that's about most families are there? I have, I have a gay cousin, but, but I, but like they, we all live far apart. So like we don't like see each other more than a couple times a year at max but like my nuclear family is all straight, all straight. at least you know for now I don't know if any of them because some of them they're younger than me so who knows but oh. yeah but I'm always like fuck that's crazy okay that's great okay so what is a boys club you are a part of I am a part of um okay I don't does this count okay I don't know if it's I so the, what I was going to say is but now I'm embarrassed. But like the, the, the boys club, I guess that I that I am a part of is uh, the the like K-pop boy bands that I pretend that are my friends sometimes. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah, that that me and my me and my friend who is also a girl, but I feel like we're sort of like in that group. You know, we feel like these are our friends. We feel like we're chilling with our boys. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the closest that I get to like mess. Lynn, uh, or not true. I mean, I fuck studs, but like, other than the studs that I fuck, I feel like that's the closest I get to feeling like I'm with the boys is when I'm watching my like Korean boy band variety shows. I don't really enjoy being around men usually. This yeah. is nice. I'm enjoying this, but <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to escape. Uh, <laughs> but like, I usually like, I don't enjoy, especially straight men mm-hmm. or that kind of thing. I don't usually enjoy that. And I think when I got into K-pop boy bands, that was the, that was like the first time I was like, I'm really having fun with you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Wait, this is going to take this off of the boy part, but Blackpink. Do you like Blackpink? I do like Blackpink. Did you watch the doc? I did not. So my issue 
is not with Blackpink. My issue is, is with YG as a company and the evil things that they have done, like mm-hmm. the sex trafficking and the and the and the gambling and the tax evasion and the uh, political posturing. Yeah, K-pop is evil. K-pop is evil. It's another evil thing. But was that unexplained? I doubt. I it don't would allow think that. so. Have you heard about that though? Mm-mm. You didn't hear about the. I don't know a ton about K-pop. Other than what I watched from I Twitter. And our friend Julia Zen is really into K pop, so I've learned a little bit more. schools that are all about yeah. oh, she's... K pop, right? Like where they get trained in schools. Schools? It's like they kidnap the children, too. Yeah, their it's pretty nuts. And like, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it gets results. Okay? If you're going to kidnap children, gets, that's where you kidnap It gets more. results. That's right. It gets results. Honestly, the motherfuckers, they. It's you, a real ends justifies the means kind of vibe. They watch the Jackson, they watch Joe Jackson the way he raised those children and said, we could do that. But it's cool, but in an organized way. Because it's not like school. They live there. Yeah. They live there. Their whole lives are, like, controlled by these corporations. Yeah. And they sign over their rights to their bodies, really. Because, like, if they say they want you to get plastic surgery... You get that plastic surgery. Like The Damn, Giver. Did you scary. watch The Giver? Or like America's Next Top like Model, honestly. Like The Giver? God, you just... That's <laughs> awesome. a book that I haven't read in a really long Did you watch America's time. Next Top Model where she's like, I'm taking <laughs> all of your hair? It's like The Giver or America's Next Top Model. You know, yes. two things in the same canon. Yes. <laughs> but do you remember the person who's like, this has been my hair for 55 million years. And then she's like, I'm giving you a haircut. And they're like, I don't want a haircut. And she's like, you want the haircut. And wow. then have to And then I believe the contestant was eliminated. Every episode. single, single... You're talking about one... Every single time, Tyra was like, yeah. we need, when they filled in uh, Danielle's gap, and they were like, actually, mm, we hate it. You know what I mean? Like, they wow. did this consistently. Honestly, Tyra Banks is also one of history's greatest monsters. Like, <laughs> really, she's, she's, she's done a lot. I watched, like, a YouTube video about America's Next Top Model. But at least the K-pop kids have a chance at success. Yeah. You go to America's Next Top Model, Tyra will cut your fucking nose off, and then be like, goodbye, and no one will ever hear from you again. Any success you get is despite being on America's Next Top Model. Totally, totally. At least in K-pop, you have a chance. But if you aren't successful in K-pop, you owe them money. No way. Yes. You owe them. That's why a lot of the times these groups, even if they're huge, they are not being paid. They are not being paid at all because the company is recouping the cost of training, housing, feeding, and and, and all that stuff. That's fucked up. Oh my God. That's fucked up. It's, the whole system is really fucked it's up. It's like signing up for a bringer show, they're not bringing anyone, and they're like, you owe us money. Yeah. Like that. Yes, the but worst. way worse. But like your whole life is But you live at Broadway Comedy Club. That, okay. <laughs> I'm hearing I'm hearing a pilot. I'm hearing a pilot. No. It's a horror pilot. <laughs> it's a fantasy, fantastical, Broadway oh, comedy club. It's actually a really good idea, though. If, if, like, as a, it is a horror movie. It's, like a, it's a horror movie. It's like, like a comedian horror movie. We bring back old comedians that don't work anymore to be the ghosts. Yes. Because the thing is, with this is like, I when I first got into K-pop, because like I was like, oh my god, everything... Of course, I got into K-pop the way most people get into K-pop, depression. And so, like, everything's so happy and shiny and cute and fun and dancing and the dancing is great and the songs are great and everybody looks like they're having a really good time. And I was in it for years and then there was, like, a spate of suicides <laughs> and then scandals. The YG Wait, K-pop scandal. suicides? K-pop suicides. Oh, my favorite, some of my favorite artists. Rest in peace, John Young. Rest in peace, Sully. Rest in peace, Guara. Like, it was, it was like, oh, one after the other, one after the other. Wow. Um, and these were huge stars. Yeah. And the more you learn about it, the more you're like, this is evil. This is a bad, 
it, they've taken something so pure, the joy of seeing cute people dancing and singing, yeah. and they've turned it into a capitalist nightmare. Yeah. You know what I mean? These God. kids can't... To, they can't rest. Is yeah. it like Britney Spears, but like systemic and like a whole thing? Yes, exactly. But worse, yeah. like worse, I would say even than Britney. Yeah. Like, cause like, yeah, on a Britney, mass scale. Yes, like it's like conservatorship from jump. You haven't, you haven't, like, cause they all are under conservatorship. Damn. I gotta, I gotta connect you with Julia Zen because she's a huge BTS fan. You guys would absolutely have a, a should, time talking about this. We should talk. I'm you an guys. elder K-pop. Uh, yeah, she's got like she's got like the the pins on her backpack of the BTS guys. Oh she's God. a big fan. That's okay. How's she doing with the uh, hiatus? Oh, I don't know. I haven't asked her about it, but I'm sure it's been tough. Wow, it's called checking on your friends. Yeah, you well, know. this is why I gotta keep up, <laughs> I gotta keep up with BTS, I guess. So yes, I know. Yes, you really should. Yeah, yeah they kind of took a hiatus to do solo work. Oh damn. But people are handling it well. I really thought when they announced this that like uh oh people were gonna be... lose their minds. Like women, there's gonna be like girls laying out in the street. Yeah. Yeah. No, cool. They're chilling. That's good. Yeah. Good for the girls. Thank God. Yeah. Wait, did you watch Abbott Elementary? Do you remember? Dude, the I watch Abbott Elementary. There's this one shot that is like normal conversation. It comes out that the, I don't know if this will even come across in the pod. It comes out that the principal is a doomsday prepper. People are like, that's yes. a weird confessional to her. Why wouldn't I be a doomsday prepper? And then she just like holds up a thing of beans. And yes. It's like, yes. Why? Actually, you're right. If why not? Why not? At what, if you can, if you can have a bunker. Why not have one? First of all, like, Janelle James is iconic. Oh my god, incredible in that. So incredible, one of the greatest characters already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The show just started, and mm-hmm. she's already one mm-hmm. of the greatest characters. Yeah, mm-hmm. every person on that show, it feels like it was written for them and only them. Yeah, like, it is so beautiful. Oh, it's a great. It, it's gonna be one of the best of all time. Yes, yeah. I hope it's. Absolutely. I hope it's on forever. Me too. Yeah, oh, it's, it's such a great show. But I had a therapist who said that I was um, because I had old starving Irish ancestors that I lived in a scarcity mindset and it was generationally passed down. It's called okay. generational trauma. Yes. yes! Wait, that is, wait, did, you, did someone tell you that too? Yes, I'm Jamaican. So I'm filled with generational trauma. Wait, that, <laughs> okay, I'm glad that I'm hearing that this is real because I was kind of like, is that, well, they just, they described it, this therapist, as this thing that they were so, sort of interested in but haven't read a lot about. And then I was like, Yes. Well, what is it? Yeah. Oh, there's so many books and, and theories about uh, black, specifically generational mm-hmm. trauma and Irish generational trauma. There must be. For sure. Yeah. I'm here to tell the truth about Irish people. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. Go get a cardboard sign, go on the train, mm-hmm. and scream about this. You think it was easy to be Irish? <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, though, okay. I know people, like, because I know white Irish people are always like, hey, we're the same, you and me, and we're not. But no. there are similarities. I'm, I'm gonna get canceled for this, but there no, are. No, I will get canceled for this. You won't get canceled. Yeah. No, I mean, you're, you're, you're allowed to say this. I'm, <laughs> I'm simply a listener here. There are similarities between the Irish history. Of course, Irish people, the only reason why Irish people are able to assimilate into whiteness is because they look white. My dad's gonna be like, somebody gets it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> One of our true. listeners. It's true. Don't say that to me. I'll yell at you. Of course. But yeah. you're right. <laughs> like, you're right. It's true. You yeah. Know? I think that's the. It's such a sticking point because that is this like the, people do the same thing like oh queer issues and black issues aren't the same and blah 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 that we're missing that link of solidarity we don't need to have a competition about it but we can understand that these things compare yeah. and overlap yeah. and that's how empathy that. works in a lot of ways yeah 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 and that's yeah. how we and that's how we take over the government yeah you're you're hearkening back to something that I felt with the marriage equality being the forefront of the queer rights movement thing, mm-hmm. which, <laughs> that working out for you. Yeah. Uh, like, it was very yeah. much centered around gay 
white men and gay white women being allowed to write people off on their taxes. You know what I mean? That seemed to be the forefront of the of the movement, and it's because it was the issue that was most pressing to wealthy absolutely white gays. Absolutely, because I was just like saying this the other day. I'm like, if they took away marriage equality, okay, I, I will still be able to live with a partner and all that other like who fucking like really who fucking cares other than like for like tax purposes like it doesn't matter it's like yeah why is that the issue that yeah and it was like oh we're done with this we did it guys gays are great yeah and it's we like we did it and I'm like there's trans homeless kids on the streets right now yeah y'all don't give a fuck about them yeah there's, there's trans kids getting beaten trans women just walk into the corner store getting murdered yeah and y'all don't care but we did it yeah we did it y'all um, like fuck out of here yeah. like that and it and it, it separated me a lot from, I think, a lot of the mainstream queer discussion uh, back when that was happening. Back when, I think you were like four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> back when that was happening, I remember that, like, be, feeling isolated from, like, the like queer community yeah. in a weird way. Well, because it's, yeah, it's a victory for people who have already reached every other need has been met, except for that one, like, additional perk almost. I mean, of course, it should, you should be allowed to get married, of course, but... It's just like, that was like the one thing that they couldn't do. Okay, I'm going to get canceled. I don't really believe in gay marriage because I don't believe in marriage. Well, yes, of course. I believe I don't think the government needs to be them. Thank you. Yes. What we should have been fighting for is everybody getting those benefits. Yeah. Not yeah. having to, like, what? Why? Yeah. 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 And uh-huh. we, we define our families, we define our households by who is in our household. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do that? Yeah. What is that? Why is that? Why do we have to be in this thing that was created specifically to claim ownership over women yeah. so that like fathers could sell their daughters mm-hmm. and we got to be a part of it? Why? Why can't we think beyond that? Right. Like I want to, I want queerness like to go beyond just like who we partner with. Totally. This two by two totally. partner with and have a little. Absolutely. Dog, you know? I want queerness to be about how we structure to be a radical rethinking of how we structure our societies. Yeah. yeah. I think that's almost like the, I, I'm also, I'm a ooky spooky bitch. And I really do believe that queer people, we have a connection to the earth and to the way we have a mystical connection to the way, to the spirit, to the soul, to the earth, to the way things should be. Mm-hmm. And we should lean more into that than leaning into how much we're so much like the straights. Yeah. Because no, I'm not. I'm not like y'all. We're different, and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe you should come to my side, because your side is fucking up. Yes, that's exactly what we were talking about earlier, with about like our sets gradually being less about our queerness. It's like, no, maybe you should get queerer instead of me getting straighter. Yeah. See? We... This is why I fuck with y'all. <laughs> this, is why, this is why y'all my favorite white men. Okay, this thing might get me canceled, but what you said is a little bit related to this. I... This is kind of an issue with love is love. I don't like the words love is love. I'm sorry if you've ever posted on Facebook. Amazing. Love that. Yeah. We're totally obsessed. Love is love. When the, when the legislation happened, and then it was... I don't even know what it was. Supreme Court says, we can all... Gay people get married. Love is love. That's some sort of... That's like a Shania Twain song. Like, love is love. Yeah. Like, it's rooted in logic, rooted in... Like, the... The rat, the laws are on our side. The rationale is on our side. Make this a justice-oriented, rational, laws-based 
movement, not love is love. And it's like, anyone says love is love, it sounds like it took a long time for you to get there. Because, like, I, we always knew that. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's dumb. Yes, it's the bad. love is love thing is, is for straight people. It's yeah. Like, hey, guys, what if you couldn't? Fuck you. Yeah. This ain't about you. Yeah. Can you think outside of yeah. your experience? Mm-hmm. It's not love is love. We want our fucking rights now. Yeah. You know and it mean? never feels like, like, when I hear love is love, I feel like what you thought was, wait, love is love. And it's like... Yeah. We know. Yeah. Like it seems like it just like this whole yeah, it's no, very it's it's always straight. trying to fit it into that mold that they've already created. Yes. How can we be back to our palatability thing? How can we be palatable to you? How can we fit yes. into this box that you've created? Like what's the best way to market ourselves to be like what you want us to be? Yes. yes. Like target. All queerness is now just target, period. Oh, little box. Just little target. marketable yes. box. Yeah. Yes. That you can ship over yes. there. Yes. I'm yeah. sick of rainbow capitalism, and I think it's time for us to like really fucking step up and say it, yeah. say these things because we. And I remember when these things were happening. I remember fucking Glad or whatever being like mourning Ronald Reagan and all this nonsense that we did. The HRC, uh, HRC mourning Ronald Reagan and all this kind of nonsense. Oh fuck that! Right? It's all of us just trying to be like we're just like you. Fuck that yeah fuck that like we need to and it, look what it look where it got us on the verge of losing all those rights that we, we fucking pretended we're like pretended you we're like you to get yeah it's not gonna work yeah. it's not gonna work oh like it's time for us to throw that to the wayside and, yeah. and for society to get more queer yeah. yeah oh absolutely everybody needs to be more queer yes. everything needs to be more queer yeah and i'm with you about what we were talking about about like marriage and family it's like that's just a, you know the Nuclear family is the small is the unit of capitalism. So yes! they just want us to be that. Thank you. And queer families have always been outside of that. Mm-hmm. Queer families, the the strength of of the queer community always came from like ball ball houses mm-hmm. and like people just taking in found family. Found yeah. family is how this queer family. Yeah. And why don't we structure our rights around that? Yeah. Right. How about that? Right. Because that is solidarity. That is community. And that's what they don't want. Mm-hmm. That's why they want a nuclear family. And being able to, like, subsist within the community and create wealth and, and stuff within the community rather than having to always outsource to buying shit on Amazon and Target and whatever other... Yes. Or maybe not wealth. Maybe we grow our own food. Right, exactly. Maybe we just talk to one another. We organize with one another. Mm-hmm. Maybe we don't need... Maybe money is made up and we can just, like... The food Trade and barter and do what we do. Yeah. Oh my God! A gift economy, like how we subsisted and lived for centuries and civilizations, mm-hmm. and before capitalism came along and killed it within two hundred years. Yeah. You know, killed the earth within two hundred years. Maybe this constant growth and wealth and blah 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 is it the tea? Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe the tea is community growing our own food, living in walkable communities, and and talking to one another. Yeah. But you know. I'm fucking crazy. No. I'm the anarcho-primitivist, I guess, is what no. they, they'll call me or whatever. But it's how I feel. It's, it's, I, it's crazy to me when people are like, think any like anti-capitalist uh, rhetoric is like, um, you know, like, I don't know, so radical. And it's like, no, that's just like, they try to convince you that it is crazy because it's, it's the only thing that scares them. Because they don't, because A, we don't study archaeology, we don't study other civilizations, we don't study the way things were before, Mm -hmm. before capitalism, or before these, like, structures that are similar, Mm -hmm. that destroyed things. So we think this is, it's radical to live 
off of the earth that was like supposed to that's how we were supposed to live yeah like there was no money is fake it's fake mm-hmm. this whole thing is fake you're just supposed to eat the shit and come off the trees and off the ground you mm-hmm. know what i mean you're supposed to fuck each other you're supposed to chill you're supposed to rest you yeah know? like you're supposed to dance these are the things that give us joy hang out tell stories yeah yes and like and so they've convinced us they've made this the view of what life is so myopic that with through the way that they educate us like that we believe it's radical to do what it comes most naturally to humans yeah what yeah. might not destroy the planet yeah you know what leaning I mean? into you know when you're like doing a set and you like um go rogue minute seven and you're like how are we gonna land this plane oh, oh my god no, is that it's what's happening fun. no 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 girl but, it's but, but it's how i feel about the supreme court because it's like, okay, I don't know what the history, I have no idea what the history of the Supreme Court was. I just know that like- A political science major. I don't even know a And it shows. Or, I don't know how a lot. <laughs> I just remember like when they wouldn't even look at Garland for no reason. And it was like, there's just no reason. Like they're just like making up shit. And then it was like, so how many of these people are seated willy nilly, like just doesn't even make any sense. Like, so it's like, and those are the people that make the rules. Like it's, it's how are they gonna land that plane? The plane is corrupt. Like a lifetime appointment yeah. to for uh, for an unelected position. And once there's a corrupt, like once it's a corrupt group that is making our laws, how does that end in any way that is not crazy? You know what I mean? Like it seems like we're past cr- crazy. Yeah, they're getting past the point of no return. <laughs> the one that he cited was like. Texas giving blowjobs in your house. Yes. Like, that's like, yes. just, like freedom to have oral sex. Which actually was, was the, that ruling came out in like 98 or some shit like yeah. that. It, it really Crazy. is new that you, like, you could, you could get strapped it's in like, your house and if a cop walked in, you What does the government have to do with it? Stay yeah. out of it. Stay out of it. I'm not blowing you. Like, like God damn. Yeah, exactly. Unjust laws don't, just like that. What, how many years and decades did we just ignore the law against homosexual sex? Why can't we do that for abortion? Yeah. Why can't we do that for interracial marriage if they're coming for that? Yeah. Although Clarence Thomas failed to mention that. Although I think that's really what he's trying to get away from Ginny. He's like, let's overturn all the shit. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't be with you no more. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you know, that's like, funny. Like, we just, same with, you know, every, every single Supreme Court ruling happened because people ignored those stupid fucking laws. Yeah. And then it had to be challenged in a court and blah, blah, blah. And there happened to be some Supreme Court. But the whole system of us debating whether people have the right to exist and live the way that they want without hurting other people Like, once Citizens United happened, there was no way to land this plane. It just has to crash. Yeah. It just has to crash. We have to divest. Or, we gotta stop the fucking yard, you know what I mean? You gotta fucking, you got arms and shit, you you be training and shit, it's time. It's time. I'm gonna send you pics from my last show, my arms are incredible. That's right! (laughs) You're gonna have to fucking... Put one of them old judges in a chokehold, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Start, stop using it just for like to get dead. It does know? feel that way. Like, <laughs> it, 
literally think it's time to stop using it to get dick and to get Amy Coney Barrett. That's right. That's right. And it is so. It does feel like it's like okay, like this is what's the turnaround? Like this is all insane. It reminds me of the beginning of COVID, where it was like, oh, this is so unprecedented. And I don't know that anything that's happening right now is unprecedented. There's been 200 years of craziness that's happened in our country. Like it hasn't always been nine justices, whatever. Like this is a number that we've arrived at. It used to be a different number. I don't know what it used to be. You it's know that like we can still times. add more yeah. people to the court, right? I say, well, the Democrats are like, Friends, is that the problem? <laughs> Are the Dems the problem? Yes. Oh, like yes. yes, end the filibuster they... and, add, and stack the court. We've been asking them to do that since before Trump. And they've been like... Mm-hmm. Because they... we. They know that Republicans are nuts and will always vote Republican, and the Democrats have to have something to hold over our heads to make us vote. And Ro- that's why they didn't codify Roe for so long. Exactly. It's because they were like, well, this is a voting Are point. you the one that told me that? No, Maddie. I was just thinking about that the other Maddie, day. And, this, and it's a donation. Really, it's a fundraiser. Because they are saying it's a ballot issue, and I was like, I think someone told me this. Someone someone around me. And it yes. was Maddie, Maddie Peck. Yes. Yeah. yes. And, and also, also, they don't really care if they lose elections. Because the minute they lose elections, they just go join the board of directors at some corporation that mm-hmm. had, they've been paying them lobby money. Right. And so they're like, all literally fine. They're all, at the end of the day, yeah. They're all millionaires many times over. Right. Mm-hmm. So, they, they, again, should they be listening to these people? They're so out of touch. They're completely out they of They have nothing to do with our lives. And they literally they tell us to our face, like, we don't give a fuck what you niggas want. We're going to do what we want. And if you don't vote for us, they're going to bring fascism faster. Yeah. And it's like, fuck both of y'all. Yeah. Like, fuck both of you. Why are we listening to y'all? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's time. It's time. Like, same with, like, like if we want to still do this, like, election voting democracy thing, let's do a real democracy. Why don't we organized within ourselves and within our communities mm-hmm. to have people represent us. Like, and yes, a down vote, blah, blah, blah. But even that is corrupt. Mm-hmm. So why don't we just, amongst ourselves, like, unionize, have a people's union, talk to who we think will be able to represent us and, 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 and state our issues, and then, like, follow the laws they make. Yeah. And if they get mad, yeah, they'll fucking gas us or whatever. But, like, fuck them. I don't know. It's, yeah, I fear it's coming to that closer, like, sooner than we think. That's why they, because one of the rights that people are not, are overlooking from this, from last week was, like, the right for, I mean, like, yes, the, the, a while ago, like, the right, the police have no right to protect you, but also, like, you cannot be, you cannot sue police officers for, uh, trampling over your Miranda rights and stuff like that. So now the rule of law doesn't apply to the police. So now you have no recourse if you go to a protest and with the things like you can, now you can run people over at protests. That's legal. Yeah. It's legal. You think that's a, you think that's a, they were like, we're going to take away your rights. And if y'all start organizing, we're going to just fuck you over more. What is, uh, I guess our last question then is, <laughs> yes. what is a boys club you would like to see in the world? Oh, a I mean, boys we... club that I would like to see in the world is a boys club of men and mask folks getting together and emoting, feeling their feelings, getting in touch with, because men and mask people can be nurturing. Mm -hmm. They can can nourish. They They can be a source of calm and a source, and these aren't things that are typically associated with masculinity, Mm -hmm. but it's something that I believe most masked people 
possess and you know mm -hmm. squelch you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I want that, like, I want a compassion-driven, masculine collective. That's yeah. a boys club that I want to exist. That sounds world. great. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. I, one of the... Love you. That's you. I feel like you're like that. Thanks. Thank you. you it's because I was raised by the best. You are very you were raised and you were, <laughs> you were spewed forth yes. from my fibroid-riddled uterus yep. and, and came out... A sweet baby angel. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But I you can be incredibly aggressive, and then also in the next sentence be very like no, but not in a bad way. Like in like a like sticking up for myself. Yeah, and other people too. <laughs> and though. yeah, and, then, and also then, you sound like DMX. So. <laughs> yeah, and then in the same breath you have like this like empathy where you're just like very like it's yeah it's fascinating for sure. Thank you for sure. Um, I so I coach uh or this like spring I coach like a, a boys team and um. It was really interesting to see the way that they interact, and so because they're young, they're ten years old, and like, they're really have a, they have so many very, like different emotions, and they're very nuts and like wild and stuff. But they also like are very caring and kind towards one another still, and they haven't really quite yet reached that age where they're like complete assholes to each other as a means of friendship. And so it's like, God, I wish we could just continue to like cultivate that kindness. Yes. And that like, yeah, because they're very sweet to each other. Yes, but that's that's gonna fade. I know, Even it's so 10, sad. I'm surprised that they're still holding on. I mean, there's some kids. moments where they're like assholes to each other, but there's but they're still such like sweet kids at at heart and like are really kind to each other, especially like in like pairs, you know. Um, so it's like, oh fuck, I wish that that wouldn't, because then you see the older kids and that's already gone. You can fix that. I mean, I guess you're just coaching soccer. But like, wait, that's <laughs> I mean, that's one of the draws, things that drew me to the job. In addition to like it, you know, being a great you know, side hustle for comedy stuff. It's like, it is like so great to work with kids because you do get to like be, try to be a positive influence in their lives and hopefully create some semblance of a, oh, maybe we don't have to be dicks to each other. Yeah. I feel like that when I was in Vietnam and I was teaching kids, I was like, okay, this is important. Yeah. But then I realized like, I don't want to do a job that's important. <laughs> I don't really want to be responsible for the well-being of these little monsters. Yeah. yeah. God bless it's a, it's, it is a lot of, I mean, you know, coaching is an hour a day, but teaching, that's, the, you're a big part of their lives. Yes. You, they come Honestly, to you. Honestly, they see you more than they see their parents. Yes. And they come to you with problems from home and shit. And you're like, bro, I'm not qualified for this. Yeah. It's crazy. It's yeah. too much. It's too much. And like, I think honestly it's what trapped me there. Cause you love them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I like, I've never been at a job where like, I love all these people. I can't leave them. Like, no, no only, I, only kids will do that. Only too. kids will do that to you. Yeah. So like, like God bless you. God bless you. You're they're, a sweet baby. Angel. They're you so really cute. <laughs> You Thank know the you. people that are like, all my friends are my coworkers. Oh, God. <laughs> those that's are, a lot of people. Those people scare me. I know. I mean, that literally is just like actually any person that's not a comedian. It feels like that. That's kind of how people end up. Bro, my, my job my is always like, the people at my job are always like, I can't, I wish we could go back to the office. I can't wait to go back to the office. And I always would be like, yeah, yeah. That's how I always um, felt about happy hour. It's like happy hour is the hour that we leave work. That's when we leave. Why We're not going to happy hour. Yeah. Against my will. Yeah. You heard of me? Oh, I, I, I only liked happy hour because of the free food and drinks. That's how they get you. Did you know what's bad? I feel like everything I do is bad for my body, too. No. Spin bikes. Been... We're not supposed to be on a spin bike. Really? It's low Absolutely impact. Not. It's low it's impact. Yeah, it's no. better for your body than, like, actually okay, biking. I've never seen the way that I do it. You like, ride the spirit. I feel like we're doing impact. No, Are you one of those, it's, it's like, we're coming off? Drop your elbows, move your hands, bodies back and forward in yes. six, in five. Yes. Like that. 
Okay. I want, I want to take you to spin class. Please today. come. Well, I do Pilates, but come to that. I'll come to you. It's okay. really hard. I, 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 I was like, ah, come to that. But you can, you can opt out. I'll, make, I'll, I'll hang with you the whole time. Anything you don't want to do, you don't have to do. I'm so out of shape. <laughs> I'm so out of shape. I'm gonna, we're going to do one thing, and then we're like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> I'm like, you know. Just, just lay you done, you've done this Pilates class. Mm-hmm. It was hard. It was hard for you? It was definitely hard. Bitch, you will not see me, bitch. All right. So does she. Uh, would you like to plug your socials before oh we go? Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yes, let's yeah. let's plug. I forget that we're having a, a thing. <laughs> that's how it should be. It's conversation. I mean, we're just chilling. Just chilling. Yeah, boys, that's know? how it should be. No, um, I'll plug my socials. Yes. No, Sharia did that on TikTok, and Sharia did that on Twitter. Sharia Mattis Comedy on Instagram. SharaMattisComedy.com. Uh, please uh, look out for shows that I'm doing. I'll be doing shows. Hell lots. Yeah. Uh, and she's booked. I am booked and unwell. Yep. Uh, and yeah, look out for things, things coming up, big things possibly, hopefully, if it doesn't fall through, coming up. Pretty awesome. Big All right. We'll Very cool. Later. Very cool. Yes. All right. On three. One, two, three. Hey, boys, thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C O N O R. Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O, Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.